Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. I am your host, also known as Manny G, and joining me tonight is the T to the X, TX Andy Man. What's up, buddy? Bro, your voice sounds extra spicy today. This is the third week where I have been plagued with a throat sickness. Yeah, my throat feels like a did garbage you get the, truck. Did you catch the black plague? I caught something, dude. You sound I like you caught, caught like caught a an, brown plague. Like, <laughs> you you caught some kind of old virus. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I feel like dirt, but you know. Oh well, week three. Keep trucking. Maybe it doesn't help that I like work outside from when the sun comes up to when it goes down and beyond. Being outside in the cold, I got rained on the last two days, so that's probably not good for me. You're gonna catch some tubercular or. Uh, you're going to catch a pneumonia. Probably. Break tuberculosis? Out. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I was going to say tuberculosis. <laughs> Break out the vapor rub. Put some alcohol on your feet. I know, man. You know what I'm talking about. So, Andy, yes. everyone is sitting back, shoes off, wondering, what on earth has Andy gotten into this week? Oh, bro. You know, same old thing, brother. What, 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 uh, you, you know how, you know how I do. Um, work. Work has been um, keeping me somewhat busy. I had a couple of days there where uh, I had to do some teaching. So early mornings for me, those are mm-hmm. those are never fun, especially back to back. I don't know how you nine to fivers do it, man. Wake up at seven, like crack of dawn every seven, morning. That sounds awesome. That sounds luxurious. <laughs> oh, is that, is, that, uh, is it even earlier than that for the regular people? Uh, I get up about six thirty. Ugh. Ah, bruh. But, yeah. uh, anyway, so <laughs> early mornings for me and, uh, and, uh, so that, that, you know, that wears me out a little bit, but, um, uh, you know, just, uh, chipping away at, uh, at games here and there, got in some battlefield with you guys. Uh, I swear mm-hmm. dude, I see all the chat about that game yeah, yeah. in the discord and I experience a completely different thing with you guys. And it sounds like you guys do too. You know, it always sounds like everybody's having a great time, but I guess it's yeah. the inconsistency that uh that people are having issues yeah. with it's dude if you don't go to the battlefield subreddit right now it is mm-hmm. it is just every single post is some kind of meme as how uh, dice doesn't listen to us it's crazy man i don't yeah I don't, I don't get it and i don't know like i said i think maybe it has a i mean i'm sure it has a lot to do with the fact that i'm playing with you guys but dude i like i recommend this game to everyone it's fun if you like shooters, especially boots on the ground shooters, yeah. I mean, I I am pretty confident that you'll have fun in this game. Just, I guess, do like me. Don't read anything and just go in there and play. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, uh, my favorite thing on Reddit right now is is like the GIF of the uh, the fax machine and the paper comes off the fax machine and goes straight into the paper shredder. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But the, uh, no, I like the game. It's still a lot of fun. It's mm-hmm. just um, I got to play with people. 
If yeah. I'm by myself, I just don't have any fun at Bad all. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But yeah, there's that, and then of course, you know, Destiny. I'm doing the forges. I'm up to oh, six thirty yeah. on that game. Wow. It did. Nice. Yeah, the drops have gotten pretty. I, I feel like the drops have gotten pretty um, bountiful. So yeah. Leveling up isn't isn't uh, has not been an issue for me. Are all the but, new uh, exotics still a pretty hard chase? No, bro. I I mean they hadn't been really for no, me well, from the get go, right? Yeah, <laughs> but dude, they, they're dropping like crazy. It seems like every day I get something. I just got another new exotic today, and just they're just dropping. I think they're just I don't know. They should. It feels like they tweaked them. The drop rate for stuff and yeah it's certainly look if you if you're having fun in the game uh jump in there uh because it's it seems like it seems like it's it's in a really good place right now but uh but yeah good. dude that's it how about you bro uh yeah just a lot of um trying to go to bed early not because dying. of work yeah and and feeling sick oh, um i don't manage it hardly ever so I've been playing uh I've been playing Battlefield and uh I've been actually I've been wanting to jump back into uh some Black Ops. Oh, hey, and we have to get into Red Dead because I own that now. Oh, that's right. We need, we to, need to go. Yeah. Maybe, there's um maybe after recording. There's a guy at work, he's been playing Red Dead and he said that last night he finally got a posse of like eight people together and he's like he just they just rummed around and ruined everybody's oh, wow. day. <laughs> Oh yeah, and, and r- real quick, there's mm-hmm. a guy named Matt Gray who lives at who lives who works at my uh, my post office. Yeah, and um, yeah, this is an Easter egg because um, he was challenged at my work to see whether or not he actually listens to the show. He said he does, <laughs> but he couldn't answer any questions. So mm. so so, uh, so yeah. a guy named Mike is like, hey, why don't you mention his name and see if he says anything? <laughs> so there you go. Matt Gray. <laughs> we will be waiting for for the book report on this next week. <laughs> All right, yeah, man. Let's jump in to the news. Yeah. Ooh, lots of so news. First up, Bethesda. I don't want to say it. Oh, no. Dude, you're you're, re- you're kidding, right? Let's just move on. No Bethesda. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. No, there's something funny. Right. There's something funny. Okay, well, let's just well, this this thing right here first. This okay. is hilarious. There apparently is a bug. I think it's just to the PC client. I'm not sure. But uh, you can go up to somebody, open trade, and there's a bug that allows you to start taking things out of somebody's inventory without consent. Oh, God. Like you don't. You... <laughs> Straight pickpocket. <laughs> exactly. While they're staring into your eyeballs, their hands are in your pockets. <laughs> Oh, taking your stuff so um i don't know how widespread this bug is or if maybe it's an exploit i don't know yeah it's hilarious jeez man but, okay i just had to i just had to throw that in there mm. because hey but is on a streak right now they really are dude yeah they really i are. i can't wait until like next year they turn it all around and then everybody likes them again because they're doing good things yeah but for yeah. the time being they're um you know yeah. But you know what, dude? It's a good thing. It's good to to get, you know, brought down a peg or two just so that, you know, the the, the community, their customers mm-hmm. uh, make themselves heard, you know, so that these, these developers can take notice and say, you know what, man, we can't just do whatever we want. We really need to think about 
what kind of product we're putting out. So hopefully that happens. Yeah. Too many years of flying their Teslas into their ivory towers in the sky. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. And looking down on us customers. Yeah. Right. Sorry, right. lunchboxes. Next up, Blizzard Entertainment cancels Heroes of the Storm development along with its eSports support, which is crazy. Mm. So Sorry. Heroes of the Storm is one of their main titles. It's been around for about four years or so. Mm -hmm. And um, we heard, remember we covered that Jason Schreier article from Kotaku? Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he had these inside sources that revealed all kinds of stuff about uh, Blizzard Entertainment and what's going on there. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we learned is that their CFO, who came from Activision, was put in place there to kind of cut costs and to help them stop wasting and spending so much money because they don't have any new IPs and, you know, they're not gaining a lot of traction. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that they said in the article that Jason reported on was that not only did they have to cut costs, but they also had to bolster some of their development teams to get some of these new products out the door. And it's like, how do you do that? How do mm -hmm. you save money and have more developers? Well, you cancel one of your games. <laughs> oh God! So, so Heroes of the Storm—they're they're transitioning a lot of the developers there onto other projects. They said, and the game is kind of going into maintenance mode. So they did have, uh, and you could kind of read between the lines because the the reports that we're hearing is that this was kind of a surprise to a lot of people. But uh, they're going to continue to support the game by releasing new heroes and things like that. But they are saying that the cadence of the content is going to be much slower. So what I'm thinking is that all the stuff that they've been making now that they have in the pipeline, they're going to eventually get that out to the player mm. at a slow cadence. Yeah. So stretch it out a little. It probably and milk and, a few more. And what bucks. I'm hearing, yeah. <laughs> What I'm hearing is that Heroes is going into the uh, the classic games department. Mm. So Blizzard has this, this entire department called Classic Games. And what they do is they maintain all the old projects. Right. So like the Warcraft 3 remaster thing that's coming out. That is under, that's a Classic Games project. Uh, Diablo 3, it is widely believed that that is now in the Classic Games project. Oh, wow. And then now Heroes of the Storm is is coming over there, it seems. In the classic uh, games uh, area, do you, I wonder if it's like an old man with like a visor and some glasses, <laughs> little like leather um, apron, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I think it's kind of like a nursing home, you know, where like, you know, they're just kind of trying to maintain stuff and take yes. care of things and give, not really do a whole lot. Give the necromancer his geritol. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, the story here is how abruptly they canceled this thing. Mm -hmm. And Heroes of the Storm, every year they have this whole esports scene. They have this thing called Heroes of the Dorm where they get colleges involved. And the problem here is that they just said, boom, canceled. And there's a lot of reports where a lot of pro teams, pro owners, and pro players were... Um, we're under the impression that there was going to be a whole nother season for 2019. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden you have all these professional players and these casters and all that support staff just out of a job. Gone. 
just gone. Yeah, just Jeez. boom. That's crazy, man. So that's pretty sad. I kind of wish that they would have um, prepared people. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's it it, it just seems kind of sad how it happens just abruptly, all of a sudden. Hey, we're done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it just speaks to just the theme of like developers being out of touch. You know, like this does not seem like a good move, especially if there's enough. Um, of a following for it to have, you know, esports support, a, a mm-hmm. pro team, you know, like all that oh, yeah. stuff. That's like, that's not a small oh, undertaking, no. you know big what I mean? Big deal, big money behind yeah. this. But esports for most games, it's kind of a loss. Yeah. You know, right. and a lot of companies, they just use all of their ad revenue for esports and just say, this is how we're advertising. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all those millions of dollars that would have went to heroes, it's now going into development into those unannounced projects, all those mobile games, whatever else they're doing. Yeah, right. Doors, that's you know? that. But see, that's the problem, right? Is that, okay, yeah. unannounced projects. Yeah. I, and we think like instinctively, we think Diablo 4, but that is not what like, that's not what they show us, right? In the yeah. big reveals, yeah. they show us mobile games, you know? And it's like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know? So let's hope, dude. I think the best case scenario here is that, um, I mean, Blizzard has some hot, some extremely talented um, creators, mm-hmm. some very, very talented developers. And hopefully this all serves as a catalyst to kind of bring all these titles to us sooner, you know? So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. You know, obviously people are like, it's Activision getting mm-hmm. their fingers and stuff, but you know, guess what? Blizzard and Activision merged a long time ago. You know, there is sure you can say, well, here's developer and publisher, but mm-hmm. it's the same company. You know, the same thing with like Dice and EA, you know, Dice is owned by EA. Same thing with Bioware and EA. It's like, it, it's hard in my mind to separate all that stuff when, you know, it's all in the same umbrella, you know, yeah. but give me some good news, Manny. Give me some, some good, good news. news. All right. All right. Let's all the negative stuff out of the way. Here's okay. some good stuff. Let's hear it. All right, there there has been one game in my brain for a while, and that is Anthem. Oh, dude. So it, they, they just had their closed alpha. You can't talk about it. So, okay. <laughs> well, not everybody got in. They had a, a limited amount of people they were letting in. And one of the really, two Manny, of Really, Manny? Not everyone? Not everyone one, got in? Not everyone. Really? Like who? Well, what? Only one of the two of us got in, Andy. I'm <laughs> and not going to say who. And it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I um, yeah, oh yeah, there's there's a big NDA. You're not mm. allowed to discuss any of it. Right. Whether it was positive or negative. Right. And because it was a technical alpha, they're using that time to test things technically. Mm. Right. So, you know, out of the... Uh, out of my love and affection for EA. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to yeah. say anything. Because you're but a man of your word. That's true. I try to be. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But, but tell me you, what you can talk to talk about. Oh, well, this is what I can talk about. That's if you it. are salty and bitter that you weren't able to play, guess what? You are going to be able to play really soon. There are two demos coming up. The first one is in July, the 25th through the 27th. The second is February 1, 2, and 3. You mean January. January. No. Yes. 
The second one's February. The first one's January. Yeah, you said July. Oh, no. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> the game has been delayed. Yes. The no, first it's... one is in July, and then we're going to jump in our time machine and go to February. <laughs> Have the second one. But what I like about this is that it's a true demo. It's not mm-hmm. a beta test. Right. It is, you know, you you install this and you play it and you see if you like it. So the first one in January 25th through the 27th, that is called the VIP demo. And that is available to everyone who has either pre-ordered the game or has EA access or origin access. And it doesn't matter if it's basic or premiere, you're able to play it. So yes. that particular demo, um, you know, get your hands on it, play it mm-hmm. and determine whether or not you want it. Um, the other one is open beta, February, or open demo, February one, two, and three. Anyone on any platform could download this and play it. Mm, that sounds awesome. And then it releases, uh, I guess, a few weeks after that then. Huh? February 22nd is the yeah. official release date. Now, I wonder if you'll be able to keep whatever whatever progress you make in the, in the demo. If it's a demo, I imagine you would, right? Well, I honestly, I don't believe so. Oh. Just my opinion. Well, either way, man, it's exciting, dude. I was... Uh, you know, I was watching um, the developers talk about it, kind of talk about the, the uh, I guess, the, are they mod slots or whatever? Yeah, yeah, the the um, the component slots. Right. It looks really good, man. I'm I'm really pumped about that game myself. Yeah, they're, they're taking this whole different take. Normally, like, let's say, like, Destiny. You get a helmet, your shoulders, mm-hmm. your legs your chest piece and each gear slot has a, a, a visual component, right? Cause you can see your helmet, mm. but it also has stats. Mm. So what they've done is they've completely separated your visual from your, your stats or whatever. Mm. So your javelin that can look however you want it to look that has nothing to do with how it performs. And then mm. you have all these other slots, which are for, um, for like creating builds and things like that. Yeah, so. the numbers. The numbers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Nice, so that's dude. pretty cool. I like yeah. that. I like that idea a lot. Cool. Well, I'm excited, bro. Thanks for the good news, Manny. That's some good news, man. I'm happy to announce that I will be part of both demos. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You heard it here first. Congratulations. Matt. Matt that'll be the second question on your Matt test gray mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know i also wanted to talk about what's going on in february because yes anthem releases in february but february's kind of jam-packed isn't it mm-hmm. yeah 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 there's a lot of stuff coming out in uh in february now this this was interesting um to me because you know we were talking about you know bringing this up and so of course i i took a peek uh, at February, but I also looked at January. January looks pretty slow. Nothing really stood out uh, to me. But yeah. then March, man, Mar- it just rolls into March too, right? Like there's a lot of big stu- stuff mm-hmm. coming out within a four week period, sort of mid to late February into March. It's yeah. nuts, dude. But uh, of note, Crackdown 3 comes out the yes. 15th. We've been waiting for that for a while. Um, that, of course, is going to be available, as we all know. Um, through the game pass, uh, like day one. So that's super cool. And then, uh, the one, one quick note about that. Yes. Phil Spencer 
reacting to some feedback. People were saying, "Hey, you know, I love that you can get these ex- these uh, these Xbox games that are exclusive to Xbox, and you can play them the day they're released. That's amazing. I would love to download the game first so that oh, yeah, I could yeah. actually play on release right. day." And uh, he said that's in the works, and I believe it's going to be available for Crackdown Three. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, really I mean, I, awesome. I I might be wrong, and it could be a later date than that, but I'm I'm pretty confident that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I uh, remember you mentioning it in one of our previous shows. So uh, let's. That's let's, awesome. We'll we'll know pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn, which I thought was a DLC, but you informed me that it's an actual. Uh, Full release, right? Yeah. It's a new game. And it's like, nobody knew anything about it. They just Mm -hmm. barely announced it at the Game Awards show. Right. And it It, looks pretty sweet. Dude, I thought it was, (laughs) I thought it was Rage 2 for (laughs) when they first threw it up there. I was like, oh, dude, check it out. We get to see some (laughs) characters from Rage. (laughs) Yeah. Same, uh, same vibe. Yeah. 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 Well, yes. Yeah. In in a lot of ways, it reminded me of it for sure. Yeah. Um, but that's coming out also the fifteenth, and then Anthem, of course, we just mentioned on the twenty second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you know, Metro uh, Exodus also uh, yeah. was in there, and and I know that's a game that uh, at one point was uh, you know pretty popular, and it still has a pretty big following. So um, I thought that was another one that was pretty interesting metro Mm -hmm. exodus and we talked about this game also uh recently didn't we manny yeah a little bit i want to say i can't remember the specifics but i knew there was some newer stuff that they were doing in there and and uh and people were pretty excited about this uh this next release of metro so those those are the ones that uh that are going to be in february and then of course right in march comes uh division so yeah um that's going to be pretty Pretty cray cray. Dude, and they're all shooters. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, man, that's going to definitely flood the market. You're going to have to pick one out of the bunch. I wonder which <laughs> one it'll be. At least one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Crackdown's a given. I'll probably download it and mess around with it mm-hmm. just because I have Game Pass. Yes. But I am, I right now, before it's released, I am all in for Anthem right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, man. I know. Uh, you've got some wheels, some gears turning, too. So can't <laughs> wait to uh, to to hear and, and hopefully be a part of. Uh, no, not hopefully. I'm going to play this game with you. But uh, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for February, man. Yeah, me too. Can't come soon enough. Manny, so one, more, up. one more. One no, more. Go ahead. No, What's one that? more, one more story. One more story. This is us, buddy. Look, before there was, I mean, after Destiny, mm-hmm. you know, there was a quite a quiet time, you know, where we, we were lost a little bit out in, you know, no man's land. And then we found each other again, Manny. <laughs> we found each other in a world where we were, where we were hunting monsters together for hundreds of hours. <laughs> and so this next story man uh is really exciting to me man I, uh monster hunter world coming out with some dlc a little bit of news in there yeah um, they've got some dlc coming out uh like late 2019 no early 2019 no yeah early for uh for their their crossover with the witcher 3 that's it's early, early 2019. 2019 yes so if you want to play a uh, uh as Geralt uh from the witcher 3 
you will have an opportunity to play. Now he's a character in the in the game, right? That's that's what the, uh, the trailer yeah. seemed like. He's the dude, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not a Witcher skin man. like some of the other stuff that they've done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'll be that'll be interesting, especially yeah, I think for our Witcher have, fans. Like, all these like specific abilities that are unique to him and stuff. I I I believe so. Right. But they had, I mean, they just did, uh, Capcom just did this whole little uh, presentation that kind of laid out the future, all the, the rest of the free DLCs we get with Monster Hunter World, mm-hmm. which was really cool. I mean, it's basically all of 2018 and to the end of 2019. So two years of free content, which mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah. But the reason why they laid all that out is because they had this big announcement. Uh, the yeah, announcement. They didn't really show us much, as you mentioned, but, <laughs> but but yeah, they're they're coming out with uh, their next. Now, the Iceborne is their paid DLC, correct? Yeah, it is a full-on expansion to the game. Right. So, and it's going to be bringing in um, a whole bunch of new stuff, new monsters, new weapons, uh, a new map. Yeah. Um, and I want to say that this is also going to be where they introduce their their uh, G rank. Um, which, you know, m- me, myself, I wasn't a Monster Hunter wor- World or a Monster Hunter player previous to Monster Hunter World. But G-Rank is something that has been a part of that franchise, which is their, like, ultimate hard mode. Um, and so the, it looks like they'll be introducing that in in that Iceborne DLC. Yeah, and, and G-Rank is like a new pro- uh, progression path. And um, I was listening to Gaijin Hunter. He's on YouTube, and um, he is he is a huge Monster Hunter fan. Definitely mm-hmm. check out his channel if you're interested in anything Monster Hunter World or Monster Hunter in general. And uh, he was kind of saying G-Rank basically stands for, like, great. <laughs> oh, okay. It, so it's it doesn't translate well, but a lot of the Monster Hunter World our monster hunter games that came to America, we would get like the ultimate edition. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what G rank was. The ultimate editions were the, you know, they'd have the full release and then they have the G rank expansion. And by the time they got to America, the entire game, they called it ultimate. Right. I see. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. So that's, that's basically what we're getting. Yeah. New, new ways to play the game. New, like you said, weapons, monsters, maps, All that just stuff. A whole lot of new content. It looks like there's going to be some snow in there. A little bit of snow. Maybe. Who knows? Iceborne. Yeah. Seems. But that was a fun world, man. For me, that was a lot of fun. It That game really, really uh, sucked me in, man. I had, a, I had a ton of fun. It's hard to get back into, though, man. That's definitely yes. a game that you have to keep playing there's a steep learning curve on that one and if you go like me i got i tried to i think you were in there with me when we tried to jump back in and uh take <laughs> yeah. on uh i forget what the monster we were name. like with the matu right we're like yeah gonna play play with oh him. yeah yes that's right yeah and we thought eh, we'll go take on uh you know one of the elder dragons the easier one and dear uh-huh. just <laughs> <sighs> man yeah, because, I mean, every weapon has its own, like, skill set and mm-hmm. stuff. So you have to remember all your combos and your movements just, and stuff. So, and then yeah, the timing and the cadence yeah. and, you know, reading the monster and just, ugh. Yeah. Hard to jump back in that game, yes. for sure. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but, uh, so that's exciting, man. It's exciting. That man. is really exciting. Yeah. But let's, uh, Andy, let's spend the rest of our show talking about this cool game that was announced by Obsidian, Ooh. The Outer Worlds. 
Yes. That looks such, it, it looks so cool, bro. It looks super cool. It is going to be released in 2019 and it is a single player RPG from the creators of Fallout and from the developers of Fallout New Vegas. So this is from their website, Andy. You want to read this here? Oh yeah, here we go. From their website, The Outer Worlds is a new single-player first-person sci-fi RPG. That's a mouthful. From Obsidian Entertainment and Private Division. Lost in transit while on a colonist ship bound for the furthest edge of the galaxy, you awake decades later only to find yourself in the midst of a deep conspiracy threatening to destroy the Halcyon Halcyon? Colony. Colony. (laughs) As you explore the furthest reaches of space and encounter various factions all vying for power, the character you decide to become will determine how this player-driven story unfolds. In the corporate equation for the colony, you are the unplanned variable. Sounds dramatic, Manny. That sounds very dramatic. I think that when you task me to read stuff, Uh you deliberately put like incredibly like impossible to pronounce words in there just to see i plant them in there (laughs) i think you do i think you do i don't think even i don't even think halcyon is a part of this uh article you just made up a word and threw it in there did you get a fact check me and find that i like make up all these things i'm gonna i'm gonna (laughs) dude that sounds sounds fun man yeah and you know if you watch the trailer and if you are any kind of Fallout fan whatsoever, I think you'd be excited for this game. Yeah, because yeah, definitely. Dude, the tra- the trailer, it's funny because it, it reminds, I was telling you, it reminds me, it, it has like uh, a little bit of um, No Man's Sky slash uh, Bioshock uh, sort of mashup thing happening, you know, like there's these, all these weird looking animals but then it's got like this sort of steampunk kind of feel to it, you know, mm-hmm. but it seems, it seems really interesting. The art anyway, looks really cool. Yeah. I think the outer world looks like a really fun and interesting game. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we have learned a few more things about this game. We have learned that it is a, it, it's being dubbed a double a game, not a triple a game. And the reason why is because they don't have this huge budget to spend here. Obsidian is able to crank out uh, this nice single player sci-fi RPG for us, but it's not this huge, huge thing that you're going to, you know, find yourself lost in for the rest of time, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. There's no mod support. They just, honestly, they kind of said they just, they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, and it's not an open world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, you're going to be um, just kind of questing through here. Yeah. And uh, they've kind of said that it's not a linear game by any means. And it's almost like a, a questing hub system to where you go to these different places, you find some quests, and you kind of do it the way you want to. But it's an RPG mm. in the true sense of the word. You're going back to the to the roots of what an RPG is where there's branching dialogue and where your, your choices matter and they all have consequences and you can play it however you want to play it. You could play it as though you're kind of an idiot and they'll treat you that way. Mm-hmm. You can actually kill absolutely everyone around and finish the game that way. There's tons of different endings that you can have. 
Oh, wow. And it is just a, a, a traditional RPG single player. And I think that's really refreshing in a world where everything wants to be open world, right? Right, yeah. So they also uh, allow you to have these companions. There's, I think there's up to like eight different companions that you can have. And mm. each one, they're not just kind of just sitting there. They can actually help you as you're playing the game. And even through some of the conversations and stuff you're having, they'll even step in and kind of show their own personality and stuff. And they're doing this weird thing where it's called, uh, I think it's called like phobia traits. Mm-hmm. And it's it's weird how this works. Let's say if you're uh, you're fighting some kind of giant spider or whatever, and and then all of a sudden the game asks you um, if you have a phobia for spiders, and you mm-hmm. can say no and kind of ignore that and not worry about it. But if you say yes, then you actually have your character have this like a negative stat to fighting spiders, hmm. which is kind of funny. But in return, it gives you some kind of positive trait, so it's a bit of a trade off. Right. So it's kind of a funny role play element where you could kind of ignore the whole system and not have any kind of phobias. Or you could actually, you know, role play that character and say, my character is afraid of heights, you know? So you take that phobia to where you'll take like extra fall damage or something like that, but you get something in return. Right. So it's, it's kind of an interesting take on traits, I think. And and there's a lot more, there's still a lot of information to come. Like we, there's a lot we don't know still. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that, that, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't have a huge catalog of RPGs that I've played in the past, but, um, you know, the ones that I have played that, that have been good. And now Obsidian was the old Republic, were they? No, no, Obsidian wasn't uh, the old Republic, were they? Yes. Yes. They were. That was, yeah. that was one of, uh, my absolute favorites, dude. And so, yeah, dude, it, this is this is definitely piquing my interest, man. And especially if it's a smaller release, you know, you can expect that your time sink is probably not going to be, you know, a hundred plus hours. So that's that's appealing to me, you know, to get a game in my hands, kind of just old school, right? Pay the money, yes. Play, you know, good forty hours, you know, from beginning to end. No, you know, crazy. And then it, it's got some replayability because, you know, maybe you want a different ending. And so you just go through it again. And so, um, yeah, man, I think I, I think it's uh, it looks really cool, looks really fun. Um, and they're a great developer. So there's no reason not to trust that it should be or have a high expectation of this game. Yeah. And, and, you know, the Obsidian there, I believe this is the this is not the creation engine because mm-hmm. that's what, you know fallout is made on right right now it's it's unreal engine 4 but it looks a lot like like fallout you know and and obviously they created it and there's uh supposed to be a bit more darker humor like Mm -hmm. there was in the original so obsidian i think they're really showing what they're capable of here and and this project i believe is likely now this is obviously speculation but I would say this project is likely what got Microsoft to say, we want Obsidian on our side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, you know, we know now they belong to Microsoft. They're a Microsoft studio. Now, um, this game, the outer worlds, it's not an exclusive to Xbox. So they've been working on this for almost three years now, and it is going to be on Xbox, PlayStation and PC. There you go. Yeah, dude. Yeah, well, that sounds super exciting. And you know what? <laughs> as well as uh, Fallout 76 is done, I'm sure people uh, will be excited to get uh, 
you know, their hands on, on this oh, game. Oh yeah. People are which, hungry. They're yeah. hungry for a fallout like experience, mm-hmm. you know, because you know, they're, they're kind of going back to the roots here. So I, I guarantee you this game's going to be really successful. The spiritual successor, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. The fallout all, no, franchise. all new so, IP. And yeah. yeah, lastly, right here, of course, not a single microtransaction in sight. That, uh, that will make a lot of people happy, including us. Yeah, absolutely. Not even like cosmetic microtransactions. That's really no, good. No, nothing. Nothing at all. They're just, they're creating a product. You buy it, you play it, you like it, and there you go. That's it. Nice. nice. So we don't know about expansions or anything like that. We don't know about sequels. This is just a new IP, double A game. And, um, you know, but I think, you know, we should, we need to support games like this. This is great. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So last up, we've got a bit of community feedback. What? Yes, sir. Andy, you want to take this? Heck yeah. From our good friend, True Magica, or Tony, as I like to call him. (laughs) Uh, He posted in our Discord, um, requested, I should say, that we discuss Epic Game Store. Will it take down Steam? Do you agree with Epic having exclusives only attainable on their game store? (laughs) Will Batman ever find his true love? Tune in next week to find out. So (laughs) he threw a, a, uh, you know, a few in there. Should we we handle the Batman first? Everybody knows. Oh, no. I was going to make a joke. But what's a family uh, show, Manny? (laughs) Trying to suck me. It's a trap, Manny. You see, you almost got me there. I'm not going to trap you. Uh, but yeah, dude, this, uh, so you, uh, you actually enlightened me on this, but, uh, uh break it down for our listeners, Manny. This so is really interesting. Steam, Steam right now is, is the big dog in town. There's mm-hmm. the, there's like, uh, good old games, right? But Steam really is the PC marketplace. If you want to buy a game, you go to Steam, right. right? If you're on PC, they own it all. It, it is, it is a. They they have uh, the the market cornered right the lion's share, absolutely. And with their developers, it is a a seventy thirty split. Mm-hmm. So the developer gets seventy percent, and Steam gets thirty percent. It's a big piece. That is a huge piece. Mm-hmm. They do have this one deal where if you sell so many millions of dollars worth or whatever, you get a better discount. But that does not apply to near you know almost and nobody right i mean just right. very s- specific huge games but that's kind of irrelevant to most developers right so epic games they decided to use their epic game store they they announced this right they announced the epic game store and one thing that they said is that they're going to allow developers to keep 88 percent of the revenue instead of just 70 like you would from steam mm-hmm uh, and this is from their website. It says there are no tiers or thresholds, right? Epic takes 12%. And if mm-hmm. you're using Unreal Engine, Epic will cover the 5% engine royalties for sales on the Epic Game Stores out of Epic's 12%. Yes. That's a sweet deal, bro. This is going to attract so many developers to develop on the Unreal Engine to use mm-hmm. that because, you know, if, if you're spending years making a game that is not going to sell very well, not because it's not good, but it's because you're a little tiny developer 
every bit helps. And if you get that royalty fee waived, and if mm -hmm. you get to keep 88%, then this compared to Steam, this could be, yes, you get to do live your dream and make your game versus no, you can't afford it. Mm -hmm. You know, this is huge. This is amazing. Right. Now, am I right? Uh, is Epic... I thought I was looking at a Kotaku article where it was mm -hmm. saying Epic was trying to lock down some exclusives and yes. um, work those deals out as well. They are wanting to have exclusives there. I imagine and with a deal like that, it's not going to be hard to pull off, huh? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know what I think about it, to be honest, mm -hmm. because for some people, this makes a lot of sense and this is the only way they can actually make their game right and right. make any kind of profit but you know it kind of locks it kind of locks these games let's say if a, a game agrees to be exclusive and it blows up well they're gonna make a lot of profit mm -hmm. but it's like you know where else are you gonna go like right. okay like you're like wow we're super successful let's go also to steam you're not gonna do that right because look at the cut you're gonna Take. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. I don't know, you know, s exclusives in games, you know, we have, we've, we've always hated that, you know, mm -hmm. just f being console players, but I don't know. What do you think, man? Well, I mean, it seems, I, I mean, and I'm not a PC gamer, but it seems like for PC, I mean, it's, why wouldn't I just have all of them? You know, I could have Steam and, yeah. Uh, Epic and Discord. Oh, did you mention the <laughs> no, Discord's announcement? No. Go ahead, man. <laughs> this is good. So as, as a response uh, to uh, Epic's deal, Discord announced that they would give a 90-10 split <laughs> for, uh, for developers, you know, if they use, I guess, their, um, yeah. not engine, but their, well, their um, app. Their launcher, their store, basically. Their store, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, which, well, and and that was a, that was what I was going to mention, right? Like, why wouldn't you have all three? First of all, number one, and yeah. then I mean, it's competition, man, and competition is is good, right? Like in this case, it yeah. seems like they're giving the developer more money, um, which I would imagine frees them up to, um, you know, obviously the one on the one hand frees them up to pocket more of that money, right? Is yes. but also like, you know, just have more money available, more funds available to to fund, you know, different projects that might they might have. You know, not not everybody is Activision, not everybody is EA, right? There's mm -hmm. there are a bunch of good developers out there that are, you know, think um, you know, Cyberpunk. Uh yeah. See a project red. CD Projekt Red, you know, thing, you know, people like that, right? You know, they deserve to pocket their money, man, because their their focus is uh, genuine. So I don't know, man. I'm sure there's 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 a way that this could turn out bad for us, yeah. the gamer. But um, but it seems like it's it's you know, competition breeds innovation, and so hopefully it means good things for us. Yeah, and I think I really do think with this specific situation, you have to look at it from the developer side, mm. from those indie developers who are going to take advantage of these things, right? Yes, right. You know, you have to think of it from their side because some of them, like honestly, some of them would not be able to make their games if it wasn't for deals like this for them, right? Mm -hmm. 
So it's, you know, is it a big deal for me to have Steam and Discord and Epic Game Store and Origin and and you play (laughs) like all on my PC? You know, while just don't let them turn on automatically, just whatever you get to play that night, then open that. Yes. But who has their own store now, too? Someone just. Well, Fallout. Bethesda has their launch. But that's too. right. It was. But <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Never mind. <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. Yeah. There's, yeah. You could have a dozen launchers on your desktop. You'll turn on your computer and like 15 minutes later, you can actually do something. Everything's yeah, loaded right. up. Goodness. goodness. <laughs> but yeah, dude, um, that's how we feel about it, Tony. Thanks for um, throwing that in there. And, and, you know, we encourage everyone else in our Discord, man, if you guys have any topics you want us to go over or any questions or feedback just throw it in there man throw it in that uh gaming adventure uh feedback right that's what the channel is called um yeah i think it's like show feedback something yeah. like that throw it in there we'll uh <laughs> if if we have if we have room for it we'll throw it in here yeah well let's uh before my throat completely explodes and down. my voice is completely gone yeah let's end the show dude let's do it Let's do it. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate it. We love you guys. Thank you. And uh, we appreciate you Patreons. Thank you so much for supporting us financially. And if you like what we are doing here and you would like to help us out, just go over to gamingadventureclub.com and you'll see all the support links there. Mm -hmm. If you guys want to help us out. Thank you so much. And if financial support is not your thing, consider going over to iTunes and leaving us a sweet five-star review. Yes. Those are delicious. Vanilla flavor, please. I like vanilla. Uh, Neapolitan for me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For anything else, just go over to GamingAdventureClub.com. And if you would like to become a part of our club, a part of the community, go to GamingAdventureClub.com slash Discord mm-hmm. and jump on in. Get in there. Start leaving that feedback. (laughs) So until next time, friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. See you guys. Don't die, Manny. (laughs) You were going to say, though, Manny, I rudely interrupted you. No, you're fine. I am struggling to uh, not cough my face off. My throat is literally killing me dying (coughs) come on last little bit buddy you got this hang on throat don't die on me all right (laughs)